This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. It is a gorgeous day here in Colorado. The weather has been so warm, but the mornings are so incredibly gorgeous. I get to watch the sunrise. I get done with a nice workout. I get a cup of coffee. I go sit out by my water feature and I journal a little bit and just take it in. Every moment is such a gift. And I hope that you're finding ways to do that in your own life. And I want to go into the topic for today. And that is the darkness needs your light. On this path, as you become more energetically sensitive, as you become more conscious, I understand that it feels difficult when you can't fit in with the masses, but you're not meant to fit in with the masses. Someone has to be the way show where it's similar to what we talked about last week, where you're a cycle breaker. The same is true for having the light within you. Who needs the light more than anyone? The darkness. Now, I'm not saying go in and beat yourself up, but the tendency is to want to isolate And there's a difference between isolating to recharge as opposed to isolating to cut yourself off and not participate. And what I'm noticing is that as the world continues to get more crazy, people are wanting to isolate. So I know a couple of people that are talking about buying land and, you know, taking their kids out of society and moving on to, you know, an an isolated area and not for a lifestyle, but because they're running And there is a difference. And I understand the tendency to want to run because it can get really exhausting. However, you are placed on this planet to be the light. So if you run off and take your kids off and you hole off, my thing is those people still need to participate in society. So if you hole them off and shelter them and hover over them and take them away from society, what happens when they have to go into society? They don't know how to react. The same is true for us replenish and do the things that feed your spirit but then also you're meant to be in the world to actually guide the world so think about it when you were less conscious when I think about the times where I was unconscious and I was around people that were more unconscious how did I get on this path I had an inner calling of something different and then I noticed people that were living a different way I was inspired by that and then I was able to follow that path and It took someone to introduce it to me. If we all hide and disconnect from society, how are we going to then influence society? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. And so while I can understand it gets to be a lot, you're there for a reason. And the other thing is true for work. So over the years, I I have this conversation a lot where people will say, why don't you just do your healing work full time? And I say, because I don't want to. I actually enjoy my work and I'm placed there for a reason. No one in my work, my regular work, is doing this type of work that I'm doing. They're not following this path, but I've been a bridge. I've been used as a bridge. Why? Because I have relationships with them. I can function in the same level of work. We're peers. And there's something about me that maybe they're drawn to. It's happened to me over the years where they want to get to know me better. You know, I remember once we were just in the building together And I would just be myself and be professional and be kind. I'm just being myself at work. And I was getting water one day and this woman approached me and was like, you're always so positive. I just want to get to know more about you. 
And that person ended up being a friend of mine, but that person also ended up being someone that I can do energy healing on and would have never known about this side of me had I not been on her level and in an area in a in a career that she could actually reach me. If you look in the Bible, Jesus went with the people. This is how we influence. And a lot of times, once people get on this path and you become more conscious, once again, I know I'm repeating this, but I, it's important because I have this conversation so much. Now, all of a sudden, I don't want to do this work anymore because no one at my job is doing this level of conscious work. But once again, how are they going to learn about it if you're not there? So my point is, we're meant to be integrated into the collective to influence it. And you don't have to directly influence it. That's the other thing. Just being there, being the embodied presence that you are, you are an example without realizing it. I mean, over the years when I'm going to fitness classes or I'm going to the gym, and I'm sure you've had this happen too, in anything that you do regularly, Maybe I go on vacation or something happens and I don't go for a few days. When I go back, oftentimes I have people say, where have you been? Even though we aren't interacting and we're just strangers, there's something about your presence that encourages other people, even if they don't tell you. And if they're lower consciousness, they probably won't tell you <laughs> because oftentimes people that are in lower consciousness, I know it was me when, when my consciousness wasn't as developed that I had insecurity. So I didn't necessarily want to speak someone else's strengths to them because of my own insecurities. It takes emotional work and it takes a level of consciousness and a, and a level of security that's developed through this work to get there. Another example, sometimes when I'm getting done with work and I want to get out of my office, I'll accidentally leave my lamp on. And then I'll go to bed because when I'm going to bed, it's still light outside because I go to bed so early. Well, in the summer months anyway, it's still light outside because I get up so early. So I'll go to bed and I won't realize that I left the lamp on. But if I wake up in the middle of the night, I can see the hallway is illuminated and the light is in another room. The same is true for you and I when you carry the light in you. Just being around is enough. So I'm not saying get in there and beat yourself up. I'm not saying go into the trenches where there's a lot of unconscious people that are going to throw their stuff up on you. I'm not saying that. But let's not all cut off and group together and go, you know, live on another planet all by ourselves. We, If we have the sun in us, you know, the sun is needed in the dark places so you're placed there for a divine purpose and a divine reason. It is not by accident. And at some point, you weren't where you are today. And I, I remind myself of that. Or I go, wait a minute. Let's go back 30 years ago when I was feeling the way I was feeling. I was in the situation I was. If nobody was ever um, living a different life, how would I know it was possible for me? Most people need to see something in order to know that it's possible. And when you're the way shower and you're doing something different, it's going to feel scary and you're going to feel alone and you're going to feel like you're the black sheep, mostly because you are. <laughs> I know I'm a black sheep, but also it feels weird when you're doing something different. Have you ever made yourself go a different route? If you're used to driving a certain way every single day to work or to the gym or to the grocery store and you have to take another route, it feels weird. And when you're 
stepping onto a new level of consciousness, which we were all doing because we're never finished where I'm at now. I won't be here next year. I, I won't be here next month because I'm continually climbing. I have a commitment to growth. I'm a growth minded person and it's always going to feel uncomfortable and weird. And as you're going to new levels, some people can't go with you. I heard TDJ say, um, new level, new devil. <laughs> He's saying, once you get to the new level, you've got to fight off new things. You have to get rid of new or old old ways of thinking, old thought patterns, old behaviors in order to get to the new level. And there's always something, sometimes it'll be an old pattern that you thought was finished. Have you ever had that happen? You thought you healed it. And then surprise, it's back for you to deal with. It's layered. It's layered. And when you go on the spiritual path, it's accelerated. That's why it might feel like, oh, I just had a healing or I just had this breakthrough and now all H-E-L-L is breaking loose. I don't want to offend anyone by saying well, whatever. So anyway, you feel like, oh my gosh, now everything is upside down again. It's because we clear things out as we go to a new level. And that's the path we chose. And now that you're on the path, it would be very difficult to step off. Once you're conscious of something, you can't pretend you're unconscious. And so now that you're on it, I mean, we're on it now. We can't turn back. So let's not isolate. Know that you're needed. Your light is important, even if you're just being. You don't have to do anything. Just being and healing yourself, shining your light, and inspiring people just by being a conscious observer and an embodiment of the light. That's really all it takes. And that's all I wanted to tell you today. Let's go into healing. You can uncross your arms and legs and I will turn the healing on. So it is, you can come back into your body. You know, I appreciate you all just connecting with me on a real level, authentically, and allowing me to be me and just accepting me for who I am. Because you know what? I accept you for who you are, and I really appreciate you. It's important that we stick together on this path to keep each other going. And I want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye bye.